0: Well,
1: hello everybody, and welcome to the Prime Subjective, a Star Trek podcast. I, I have a I have a beret on in my um, in my uh, video filter, which is why I had a French accent. But I can't keep that up. I'm not I'm not uh, I'm not that committed. Uh, welcome to Star to, to Prime Subjective, a Star Trek podcast, where we will be discussing Star Trek: Four, The Voyage Home, arguably the greatest. Um, the greatest Star Trek movie of all time. And we'll also be I, I'm arguing that. not everybody is, but I, I specifically <laughs> am arguing that. And then we'll also be talking about uh trailers for the new season of Strange New Worlds, which premieres uh this upcoming week, actually when this when this pod drops and might ha- already have launched. um, we'll be discussing that next week. With me as always is Michael Henley. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Bonjour, How's Marke? everyone doing? Comment ça va? Uh,
0: oui. comme, ci, comme ça <laughs> Très
2: bien,
1: très yes. bien. <laughs> très bien, très bien. Oh, good. Well, yeah, way, way, way. And we also have Carrie Coleman Hinners.
2: Wow, 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 it's Oh, she's being the sounds...
1: whale. She's being the whale. Yeah. <laughs> I'm
2: just trying to make it relevant. <laughs>
1: Well, double dumb ass on you that's dumb great dumb <laughs> <Double dumb. laughs> um uh carrie how are you doing
2: um i'm doing okay and um that's about it i don't know that's it i'm doing great how are you guys doing
1: good. great michael how,
0: michael how are you yeah yeah excellent i'm doing <gasps> i got nothing nothing to complain about everything's good okay oh, good. Uh Chris, and same how with are you. Yeah, same with yeah. me. Yeah, how nothing, are you, Chris? Nothing Great. to complain
1: about. Instead of watching the Tony's last night, I watched uh something equally like equal queer fantasia called Aline, which is the Celine Dion um sort of life biopic. Excuse me, I'm sneezing. Oh my goodness, whoa, whoa I'm allergic to that. Oh. Um no, they they made a, they made a French Canadian um Celine Dion Dion biopic, but inspired by her. So all the names are sound alikes So the main oh, character yeah. is like Aline It's
2: like exactly it's kind of
1: exactly like Jackie Jormchamp. <laughs> but they also they also <laughs> thought, hey, you know, we want to have the through line of this one actress's face. So why don't we superimpose that actress's face on a child for Celine's younger years? Oh, and it wow. is oh. It's, it's that's, uh, the
0: wrong choice. That's uh, yeah, that Yeah. <laughs> I was about to say, that's I could funny. understand how a creative person could make that choice, but actually I don't. Well, but you, if you
1: do that, then you take out the, the features that make that person the age that they are. So it looks exactly, like it was yeah. a 12 year old with the face of a 50 year old woman. It didn't yeah, make a lot of sense. I was no, like, what's yeah. happening here. And so I couldn't quite, I couldn't quite uh, drop into it. Also, you know, understand the, that. the May extreme December romance between, um, I want to say Celine and Renee, but in this movie it's Aline and Guy Claude. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Yeah, that is
2: strange. I mean, you know, I don't want to judge May December romances, but in specific, wasn't wasn't he her manager and helped knew her from a child and?
1: Well, he met her when she was twelve. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's that's weird. But they didn't get together until she was like. 20, the movie made it yeah,
2: seem but like but still still not make it that much yeah. better you
1: no know? yeah it is it definitely has I mean, gloomy groom, vibes i'm not sure i don't know i don't want to i don't know i mean if they're happy they're happy I do like, yeah know. he's dead I so i don't know. know how happy
0: they are and she's not oh right that. <laughs> oh that's right he is dead yeah okay so i'm not yeah. sure how you know so so i don't know how to feel about this then yeah i, mean, I think hope that maybe i don't know um, how to feel about this yeah i think oh sorry there's a
1: hold on yeah i think that um you know, if they're if they were happy in the time they had together on this earth, that's probably a good thing. I I, yes. I, uh, I don't know that. Um, you know what? What else can we say about it except uh, you know it was Celine's choice, I guess. So good for her. She we do
2: talk about Celine Dion a lot on this podcast. I do
1: feel. We?
0: I've I've noticed this as well. Yeah, I mean yeah. more than the average amount, which is fine. It's just more than when, the average. when amount. else have we talked about Celine Dion?
2: Well, every time you do the opening in the voice of Celine Dion. <laughs>
1: Oh oh I have done that a couple times. Well, you know, you know, listen. <laughs> if I don't do at least um 6 Celine Dion references in a 6-month period, then I will lose my uh, my gay sponsorship. I, see. I yes. will no longer <laughs> receive the promotional materials. I won't get the the, the Yeti coffee mug. I'll Checks no out. longer have the um the keychain which this month is a bat leth so will really fit in with what we've got. So anyways, <laughs> you got to
0: you got to pay your dues. I get you it. Pay yeah, your dues.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Um yeah well, is there any trek in the news that we to speak of that we should talk about, or you think it's
2: i I don't know. I think we should just get into talking about strange new worlds,
1: okay. Yeah, let's do it.
2: That's my news. That's my trek in the news,
1: okay, well, Carrie, why don't you tell us what you thought of the strange new worlds trailer?
2: Um, I'm excited to see Carol Kane.
1: oh, yeah, I was too. oh yeah.
2: <laughs> that's the thing I'm looking forward to the most. Um, I think they totally they I think they shouldn't have spoiled it with um showing the Boimler in. And... Boimler. Yeah. I think they should have held held that to surprise us mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Instead, they just went surprise real quick in the commercial, but in the trailer.
1: It was very adorable. I mean, I mean, and they they make their perfect real life versions of the of the voice characters they they play, which I do love,
2: yeah. Mm-hmm. I just would have liked to have been actually surprised.
1: I get that. I definitely get that.
0: Yeah, I I feel like the cat was out of the bag because I think they announced it at uh like Comic Con like a year mm-hmm. and a half ago. So like people who were like I feel like there would be more people who would be watching the trailer going like, wait, is that still happening? That I feel like yeah, anything, but it's it's in still, there to still we
2: weren't sure. Like, yeah, I knew it was happening, but we weren't sure about what form it would take, what it would look mm-hmm. like.
0: Yeah, it's a good point. Yeah. How yeah.
2: they would appear. Like that's what I wanted to be surprised about, I guess. Yeah. yeah.
0: There was a part of me that was just thinking, like, so are they going to be animated and just interacting? Like, yeah. is it going to be like, think we were like Roger style. Rabbit yeah. style? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, this is an acceptable substitute. This is this is good.
1: Yeah, I would agree. I, I did. I did think. I think you know they. Um, I like. I really enjoyed the first season of Strange New Worlds. I hope we get to see more of different characters, like, um, that fabulous pilot. They're featuring a little bit more in in the. Uh, well, I forget her name now? Of course, uh, her name is. She's got short hair. She's the pilot. Uh, I don't anybody? Know, remember no?
2: Anybody's name on this <laughs> oh, right. show, which is great to do
0: for us. We gotta,
2: we gotta edit uh, it's, part it's into a this two podcast.
0: Two syllable name. It's a two yeah. syllable name. And uh,
2: We'll no. edit in that we know exactly who we're talking
0: about. Yeah, that one.
1: That person was. I just like them a lot as an actor. Actor, and I. I hope it's to good. see more of them in this season
0: ortegas erica ortegas erica ortegas there e- we e- go thank e- you yes. i like her so much i, like I forgot them. her name but i forgot everybody's yes. name so it's- yeah
2: <laughs> and i see that kirk is coming back which all right mm-hmm. whatever I, I wasn't too excited about the act the choice of the actor like we talked mm-hmm. about last time thought he was yeah. kind of blah so we'll see we'll see if he unblaws himself
1: you heard it here first. We're going to check in on his blah status uh, as mm-hmm. the season goes on. We'll check in with Carrie, and she'll give us a report of one to five of blah what he's offering up. And then Carrie will let us know if he he yeah. uh, has surpassed Re- or come back from yeah. the brink. You know, Earth. yeah, whether he's lived up or down to that level. Of
2: zero <laughs> being no blah and four zero being,
1: being good. So he it's like golf. He wants a low yeah. score. You, you want a low blah most, score. Yeah,
2: four is the most blah.
1: Yeah. Pours the most ball. Okay, zero to four. Okay, got it. Okay, okay, you like that. Yeah. All right, Michael, did you enjoy the
0: Strange New Worlds trailer? I did, because I'm just—I really enjoyed the first season. I think we all did. I'm just eager to see what they do for more season. I—I I, I agree, like because I think I think we discussed it when. You know when we first appeared in the season finale last year, but I'm still not sold necessarily on this Kirk. So the fact that they're doubling down on Kirk, Mm -hmm. um, on the one hand, you know, I'm I'm all for for it. On the other hand, I'm just like "Mm, I don't know about the actor, you know. But I'm excited to see Carol Kane. I'm excited to just kind of uh, see this crew. I'm excited for more kind of episodic adventures because you know one thing about going from Picard to this is Picard was really fun but also like the extended you know like the serialized you know every it's basically a big movie kind of thing it's like you know I, I pine for the old days when like TV was TV. Where I was like, that was a cool 45 minutes. Nice, tight story. And Strange New World, I thought <laughs> we did that last year. So I'm excited to get more of that, you know, and more kind of yeah. that kind of classic sci-fi edge that I think we saw yeah. a little bit of last year.
1: Yeah, I agree so, with yeah. that. I'm, I'm excited for for the parts that we enjoyed of last year. I hope they bring more of that back. And um, it's, yeah. It
2: seems like they're going to do a big uh, stretch of the... Um, Number one's
1: oh, situation. being imprisoned, yeah yeah. Yeah, 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 because they are a um, they're like mm-hmm. they're a uh, genetically Illyrian? modified,
0: yeah, whatever. I want to say yeah. Illyrian, I want to say is the is the race
2: that sounds correct, yeah. Well, I got a feeling that it's all gonna turn out okay.
1: I don't know. They killed people off willy-nilly last season. I mean, that really that's that true. cool alien doctor we really liked, the, the engineer guy we liked. Yeah. He died, you know, and I didn't love that. So, no. it's true. Yeah. I don't think anybody's safe, you know, and so that's I that's, think Kirk's safe. Kirk's probably safe, yeah. Yeah. And probably Uhura and Spock. Yeah. And I think we know for a fact
0: that Pike is in fact not safe. Um yeah. but maybe not this yeah. season. I mean, even if Spock dies, we know he's safe. I mean, look what look 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 what just happened. Look what we just look, look about. what we're about to talk about, and we just talked about. What it. We're about, to talk
2: about. <laughs> it just keeps coming back.
0: Yeah, it's like a
1: bad. thing. Yeah, you can't kick Spock out until he decides to leave in a logical mm-hmm. manner. Well, mm-hmm. speaking of, shall we discuss the movie we watched for this week, which was Star Trek: IV the Voyage Home.
2: The Voyage.
1: Yeah, awesome. Well, I will, I will give a description. Not that we need it, given how many times we've all seen this movie, but I will. Uh, <laughs> I will give it anyway. Um, in 2286, an enormous cylindrical probe, I have been there, girl, moves through space, <laughs> uh, sending out an indecipherable signal and disabling the power of every ship it passes. And it sounds like... Moo mo. I can't quite do it, but you know, you guys, you know what it sounds like. As it yeah. takes up orbit around Earth, its signal disables the global power grid and generates planetary storms, creating catastrophic sun-blocking cloud cover. Starfleet command sends out a planetary distress call and warns all spacefaring vessels not to approach Earth. Now I can hear. I, I thought in my head that I was able to hear the the, the warning from Earth uh, from this movie, but all I can hear is the warning from. Picard from that episode where they keep blowing up the ship, and he goes, all hands abandon ship, all hands <laughs> abandon ship, <laughs> and then he explodes. <laughs> Same vibe. <laughs> yeah. Um, on the planet Vulcan, the former officers of the late USS, the late USS Enterprise, <laughs> are living oh in exile after the events of Star Trek Three: The Search for Spock. Accompanied by the Vulcan Spock, uh, still recovering from his resurrection, (laughs) the crew take their captured Klingon bird of prey, renamed the Bounty, after the Royal Navy Navy ship, and return to Earth to face trial for their actions. Receiving Starfleet's warning, Spock determines that the probe signal matches the song of extinct humpback whales, and that the object will continue to wreak havoc until its call is answered. The crew uses their ship to travel back in time via a slingshot maneuver around the sun, now very mm-hmm, famous, plan mm-hmm. to return with a whale to answer the alien signal. Two whales. Two whales, right. With That's exactly right, with two whales to answer the alien signal. Uh, arriving in 1986, the crew finds their ship. Well, I think originally their plan is to get one, and then they escalate to two, right, once they get there? Okay. No, nah, there just sense,
2: happens yeah. to be two there. Right, there happened to be that. two
1: there, yeah. I think there's and even reference that that that, yeah, Gracie, that is pregnant, yeah.
2: Gracie is pregnant. Gracie
1: is <laughs> pregnant. Yeah.
2: How does he know that?
1: Uh, arriving in 1986, the crew finds their ship's power drained by the time travel maneuver. Hiding the bounty in San Francisco's Golden Gate Park using its cloaking mm. device, the crew split up to accomplish several tasks. Admiral James T. Kirk and Spock attempt to locate humpback whales, while Montgomery whales. Scott, <laughs> Mont- Montgomery Scott, Leonard McCoy, and Hikaru Sulu construct a tank to hold the whales they need for a return to the 23rd century. Uhuru, Uhura and Pavel Chekhov are tasked to find a nuclear reactor whose energy leakage can be collected and used to repower the Klingon vessel. Let's pause here to talk about, you know. Yes. I I just I as a kid I can remember just loving the beginning parts of this movie I was just so much happens in such a sh- short amount of time you know and and they just you know you know we've got all the, the excitement of what's happening on earth we're like what the hell is this freaking you know um, mm-hmm. this thing that's happening and then they're like hey let's let's do basically they're like let's do acid fly around the sun
2: <laughs> yeah <laughs>
1: back mm-hmm. in time yeah
2: yeah uh oh my god and the we i forgot about this weird trippy acid trip that's like, what i'm
1: saying <laughs> yeah, yeah
2: people yeah. like i forgot about that like their faces are morphing into each other's faces and there's like a body falling down to the sky it's so weird
0: and, and they're all quoting lines that happen later in the movie which is really kind of off-putting like the first time you see this and it's, it's, it's yeah it's, it's such a weird effect yet yeah, there's that whole like oh I my favorite touch part that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Everything that somebody says like is like something that they say later on in the movie. So cause oh, I, I just because of time travel, there's that bit where like you, you're the camera is just like looking at like some some reeds in like water, basically. And for like mm-hmm. 30 seconds, it's, like, it's, it's it's such a weird, like off kilter choice. I kind of love it, honestly.
1: I, I yeah. think so, too. And also they're like, you know what, let's let's throw the like the 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 Thai technology of the day at this and they probably were like, wow, this is this <laughs> nothing's ever going to look as good as this does. Yeah.
2: I, but <laughs> thinking about it, though, I think it was kind of necessary because if they didn't have, if there was just nothing there and it just went cut from one right. scene and then magically they were there, I think it might have felt too abrupt.
1: Yeah, I agree.
2: Too, so too I easy. It,
1: I feel like it would have felt easy. Like, yeah. yeah. So yeah.
2: it's nice that they put something there. It is an interesting kind of trippy choice that they
1: made. Mm. And they they also slingshot around the sun in Picard, right? To get back to
2: yeah, yeah. do that yeah. move. Hey, here's this is the thing we I talked about when we were talking about Discovery, or I brought it up at some point. They were able to recrystallize the dilithium crystals with nuclear whatever mm-hmm. from the 1980s. In the future when the burn happened and all they couldn't use any of the the dilithium crystals (laughs) like didn't we already figure out that yes we can fix the fix that with some 1986 technology
1: well i guess this happened after they left oh but i guess other people would have known about this right i guess they were far
2: in the future the burn was far in the future Yeah, you're right. So anyway, that's just a little that's just a little side note that I just wanted to bring up. (laughs)
0: Okay. (laughs) That's a very good point. It's always dangerous to introduce like the time travel, time travel basically as a way to like get something to fix it because like why don't we just do this all the time? So I feel like, yeah, it it does. I I, I do appreciate that this movie does at least, you know, distinguish time travel because on later shows they do it so practically easily. I like that on this in this movie, at least it's a little bit difficult
2: a little bit difficult. Spock is very important. He's the only one who figured out it was whale sounds mm-hmm. out of everybody on Earth.
1: Uh, and, and also, isn't the calculations he's putting through, like, the com- computer can't do it, so he has to do it, and he's like, well, yep. I guess, or then yep. I'll just have to have make to be my best Spock. guess. Yeah, You
2: have to be Spock if you want to time travel sometimes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Spock or Data or, yeah. Any of you? Yeah.
2: I have a question. Where do you guys think the the cylindrical probe came
1: from? I mean, Uranus is too easy of an answer. Um, I think...
2: (laughs) Yo, mama.
0: Wow. So, um, I mean, my head canon has always been, like... I I love the mystery. I love that it never gets answered, but, like, my head canon has always been that, uh, you know, like, somehow there's some alien race out there that has been in purely telepathic communication with the whales for the longest time. And then when they disappeared, um, you know, several hundred years ago, the probe was sent and it only finally arrived here because it was basically like, hey, where are you guys? Um it was their their first physical mm-hmm. contact. Um yeah. that's my they theory.
2: Yeah, they're yeah. right. They did mention that we hadn't heard from the whales in a while. Let's right. go see what's happening over there on the old earth.
1: Mm-hmm. When, when they never really established contact with I mean, the whales establish contact with them in the end, but not, but like the, 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 um, Starfleet does not.
2: We don't speak the whale language. And uh, yeah, no, I was just trying to visualize is it a planet of whales? Is it like in, uh, so long and thanks for all the fish? Uh (laughs) So long and thanks for all the fish. (laughs) They just go up. Yeah.
0: I think, yeah, I mean, I, I could see it either way. I could see them being a planet of whales. I could also see them as just a, Planet of, you know, bipedal creatures that just respect whales more than humans, because this is why this yeah. is what this 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 contact scenario in this movie is so unique in the sense that, like, it they do not care about humans whatsoever, yeah, um, not, just not no interest. hmm. And I, I, I love that. I, I think that's so, like, nicely alien in the sense of like, oh, their values are completely different than ours. They, they don't even care about us.
2: yeah. Maybe it's like thousands of years ago, because whales have been around hundreds of thousands of years or whatever,
1: Mm -hmm.
2: uh, science. Um, Some aliens came to visit us, and they were like, hey, whales, what's up? And they, like, talked to the whales and stuff, and they're like, okay, nice visit. Here's our phone number. Let me check. Let's let's keep in
0: touch. (laughs) Yep. And they left Mm -hmm. the
2: ancient aliens. These are the ancient aliens that I'm talking about. Um, and they left, and that was that's and that's the beginning of the story. You know. Well,
1: I also them. think that maybe part of it is that we are such a blip in the grand scheme yeah. of things. Like these aliens yeah. probably are longer lived. Whales have been here so much longer than us. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, they definitely have. Uh, I know. I know about biology.
2: Yeah. Um, are people yeah, well, still hunting yeah. whales? Are people still hunting whales to this day? Are there still?
0: I don't know. Probably people
2: doing this stuff. I...
0: I think there are, but what I do know is that this movie is actually co- credited with uh, the the whales were much more endangered when this movie was made than yeah. they are now. Um, mm-hmm. And this movie, I think, definitely gets some credit for kind of um, changing the public yeah. perception.
2: Those, it was a great um, choice to put in that uh, real life videos of whaling. Yeah, yeah. I think that's kind of really pulled at your.
1: Heartstrings a little bit. Right I mean, it, as a kid, I remember watching this and being like, "No, they're so they're yeah. so close to where the whales are, especially at the end." I was like, yeah. "Frank Grayson, Grayson, um, I almost George. said Grayson Frankie. It's definitely not yeah, right. That's a different uh, <laughs> Frankie. Yeah, yeah,
2: George and Gracie.
1: George, George and Gracie. Gracie. <laughs> mm-hmm. Say um, night, Gracie. Say night,
2: Gracie.
1: <clears throat> well, why don't I discuss yeah, the? Right. I'll, I'll I want to describe the rest of the movie, and then we can, you know.
0: All can I just say there. one thing before you do? I you know sure that can. this was this was several sentences ago in your synopsis, but I do want to say I did have to laugh at very early on before the plot gets started. You the in, in your synopsis it says Spock still recovering from his resurrection. I know, it's and so all funny. I could think is just like. <laughs> it's like that'll take it out of you i mean that really will you
1: know i mean it's got to be some sort of trauma going on there you know i was dead then i was a child and then i was on a genesis planet did i have sex with my friend i don't know we'll see Uh... yeah yeah
2: i like that we saw his mom his mom showed up it's always nice to see amanda good old Mm -hmm. good old amanda
1: i also like when he's he's in there doing those like tests which were just like on like a very very high high tech computer obviously
2: yeah
1: uh and then the last one is like
0: how do you feel <laughs> how do you feel <laughs>
1: yeah what i baffled. Yeah,
0: yeah. okay. love I it
1: completely mm-hmm. baffled by it it's great well okay. i'll continue then okay kirk and okay. spock discover a pair of hunkback uh hunkback whales humpback hunk, hunk <laughs> hunk <back> whales <laughs> humpback whales. Whales. whales in the care of dr jillian taylor at a sausalito aquarium and learn they will soon be released into the wild Kirk tells her of his mission and asks for the tracking frequency for the whales, but she refuses to cooperate. Um, Meanwhile, Scott and McCoy trade the formula of transparent aluminum for the materials needed for the whale. I love that scene so much. Uh, While while Sulu secures the use of a Huey helicopter to transport them, Uhura and Chekov locate a nuclear-powered ship, the aircraft carrier Enterprise, uh, conveniently enough. And they collect the power they need, but are discovered on board. Uhura is beamed out, but Chekhov is captured, interrogated, under the assumption he is a Soviet spy, and subsequently severely injured in an escape attempt. <clears throat> Jillian learns the whales have been released early and goes to Kirk for assistance. Jillian, Kirk, and McCoy rescue Chekhov from a nearby hospital and return to the now-recharged bird of prey after saving the whales from whalers and transporting them aboard. The crew returns with Jillian to her, their own time. On approaching Earth, the bounty loses power due to the alien probe and crash lands into <laughs> the waters of San Francisco Bay.
2: Yes.
1: And once released from near drowning, the whales respond to the probe signal causing the object to reverse its effects Can very conveniently on Earth. <laughs> and it's like, oh, we're fine now. And return to <laughs> the depths of space. Later, the Enterprise crews stand judgment before the Federation Council. The Council acknowledges their part in saving the planet and drops all charges, save one against Kirk for disobeying, disobeying a superior officer. Um, Kirk is demoted to the rank of captain and returned to the command of a starship. Kirk and Jillian part ways as she has been assigned to a science vessel by Starfleet, while Spock's father, Sarek, finally accepts his son's earlier choice to enter Starfleet. <clears throat> The crew discovers they have been warded the newly christened USS Enterprise NCC-1701A and leaves on a shakedown mission. Um, And that's the movie. Um, Yeah, we've glossed over so many scenes I love. I I mean, the transparent aluminum one is so good because you just have just dip alone for Scotty to be like, "Uh, computer, computer. He's like, use the mouse. Okay,
2: that's right. Computer. Computer. I'm going to Just use right. the keyboard. I can't decide. Like I was th- trying to think what my favorite scene was, and I can't decide. But I liked the whole escape from the hospital. Oh, so
1: uh, or, why, did uh, why did you? Why just give her some leeches?
2: Oh my God, <laughs> McCoy is so funny. So many funny lines in this scene. This movie moves really quickly. Actually, how? Yeah. What's the running? What's the running time? I don't. It doesn't I think feel it's one like, twenty-two. <laughs>
0: Uh, Yeah, it's like um, a little bit shy of two hours, I think.
2: And I I like that it moves so quickly, but it doesn't rely on a lot of things that the movies today rely on with all the special effects and, and, uh, you know, high-speed chases and whatever, (laughs) glamour shots. In some ways, the,
1: (laughs) the the age of the actors in the movie now allows them to lean into a thing they couldn't lean into before, which is just like, it's like... Almost childhood hijinks that you can do yeah. when you're a child, or you can be yeah. an older person, but you can't do so much when you're a person yeah. who's like, you know, in your in your thirties or forties. And you
2: know? and they did all that, and they still managed to have fun. Uh, the the interpersonal di- uh, dynamics, relationships, like uh, Spock and um, McCoy, uh, McCoy, all of their conversations are so good. Um, yeah, no, I don't know. I can't, I can't, I can't tell you my favorite scene.
1: I also enjoy, um, I mean, just, just Spock at the, at the Cetacean Institute and then Spock just being really weird. I mean, also, oh yeah. Spock (laughs) on the
2: bus.
1: (laughs) I mean, all of it. Yeah. Spock on the
2: bus, Spock jumping in and mind melting with the whale and his little Vulcan underwear. And. uh...
1: The two of them trying to get their story straight and they can't do it. It's so yeah, funny. <laughs> it's,
2: it's such a good it's such a good movie. Um
0: Spock um, using it, profanity just makes me you know, just yeah. like yeah, Double dumbass on you. It's so good. It a, I thought it right, was not quite right.
2: uh-huh. I thought it was interesting how the Dr. Jillian or yeah that's her name.
1: The mom she, from from uh from 7th heaven 7th heaven. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She
2: accepted their predicament like very quickly. Um but more so than that
1: it's because she's a hard she, a soft spot for hard luck cases
2: i know she said that several times but they were <laughs> weirdos at her museum that she saw like hitchhiking or not hitchhiking on the side of the road and she just picked them up and took them out like wanted to take them out to dinner that it was like i think that was a little funny yeah yeah <laughs> uh, but, I, I appreciate it fine <laughs>
0: This time this time when I saw I appreciated that she does have a line where she says she has a tire iron in the glove compartment. You know, just to, you know, just to, you know, <laughs> make just to make you aware, just like, okay, she's not stupid. You know, she's no. just mm-hmm. she's yeah, she's just she's just empathetic. That's all, you know, which I think is smart. Yeah. I think we need a
1: rom com starring starring this character. This I would watch. I know. know? Yes. <laughs> that would be very good.
2: Because and because she was also so willing to just drop everything in her whole entire life and follow the whales Like she didn't even need to call anybody she didn't yeah, have there's anybody she had no attachment liter- mm-hmm, literally mm-hmm. no what about that guy bill what about that guy bill at the cetacean institute she didn't like him very much oh, i could tell he, like sucks. he sucks he yeah,
0: sucks It's no, <laughs> we just like well we thought that would be better if you didn't have a chance to say goodbye to them yeah
2: yeah wow
0: man so, wow
2: I'm starting to imagine that they did cloning on the whales once they got the whales back, and they made more whales. After.
0: I think that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, because
1: you can't rebuild a species with just two, right? You need to have like no, a. You need to have like um, a Oh um, like I went
0: to Catholic school. As far as I know, that's the only way to build a species. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yes, that's true. Yes, we're all related to Adam yes. and Eve. Hey, oh, uh-huh. girl. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> No, you're probably right. I think that makes a lot of sense. Um, I will say, like, I feel like it was a missed opportunity. So this was my favorite Star Trek movie growing up. Um, this was, and not for, for, for many reasons, one of them being that my mother, she did not like Star Trek, but she liked this movie. So this was, like, the one that we could watch, and it would be okay, you know, she, that she wouldn't <laughs> roll her eyes. Um, so because of that, you know, I would always found in a missed opportunity. This movie is only kind of referenced here and there. I would have loved for, like, Jillian to come back. I would have loved for, like, The Whales to be yeah. mentioned. Up until this most recent season of Picard, it kind of doesn't really get mentioned. Yeah. Um. But like, I do know, and but that's how I got into like the, um, like the like the books and comics and all that kind of stuff where they do a little bit because I think they did do a sequel that was about the Pro Planet. I never read that one actually. Oh. But, uh, yeah. Um. And I think there was a couple of Jillian Taylor appearances and even a couple of references to what was going on with, with George and Gracie, which I thought was very. There was something in my like little nerd heart that made me go like. Ah, oh, now I know. You know, like I don't know. It was something very, very uh, soothing about that. And it's like, okay, finally, someone's paying attention to the details. Thank you. What is going on with Georgia Grace? <laughs> yeah, that's no, my I... rant about how this movie rules. <laughs> I mean, I mean,
1: I, I, my, my introduction to this movie was that our next door neighbor had it on VHS, and my dad borrowed it from him, and we never gave it back. And I watched it pretty much every weekend for a couple <laughs> of years. Um, until it was s- <laughs> uh squarely laser imprinted on my brain. Um yeah. and I really just I just freaking love it. I mean it, it, especially as a kid, it was like a very, you know, because I was not I wasn't raised like Carrie in, you know, in like in the in the original Star Trek universe, like my parents were not into that. So this got mm-hmm. me into it in a way that I hadn't before when I was younger. Um, this is
2: also the only Star Trek movie that I own. Like digitally like mm-hmm. on Amazon okay. if I go there and it says you own this movie it's maybe the only movie that I own <laughs> it's the only Star Trek movie and the only movie that I
1: own I have Paramount Plus because... so I have not yet or, or whatever, whatever whatever they're all on now maybe it's not Paramount well, Plus but...
2: a long time ago this movie was very hard to find when <laughs> when it was st- now they're all available <laughs> Yeah. but before <laughs> I couldn't find this movie for free and I was trying to watch it and I bought it because I was afraid they were all going to go away and I was never going to see them ever again. So that's a fair fear. I, I, even... And it was just this one movie that I was afraid I'd never be able to see <laughs> ever again.
1: I feel you. The hey. only things I own on Amazon are um, A Star is Born with Judy Garland and mm-hmm. Judy starring yeah. uh, Renee Zellweger. <laughs> so yeah. I don't know oh, why that's okay. it, but those are, it's huh. very, very, you know, tied together <laughs> that way. <Okay. laughs> I and when we were growing this. up, the only other VHS was we watched, we had this VHS and then I would watch another one, which was ours, but it was a, a VHS that, for the most part, was the first part of it was Indiana Jones um, and the uh, Temple of Doom. Temple of Doom? I don't know it's the one with the Ark of the Covenant. First one, um, Raiders, of the Lost Ark. Raiders, yeah. Raiders of the Lost Ark. But then halfway through, just as Indiana Jones is about to get onto that German U boat or whatever, or the submarine. Um, it cuts to the middle part of Bedknobs and Broomsticks.
0: <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> Which consequently,
1: Angela Lansbury is also fighting the Nazis in that movie. Still sticking so. to Nazis, yeah. But <laughs> yeah. there's also a German U boat in that. It's this very weird, like, connection of of worlds that I that's yeah, funny sticks that's in my
0: funny. brain. <laughs> Indiana Jones is not in the last half of this movie at all.
1: <laughs> Indiana Jones is really good at saying Traguna, Macoyti, Tracorum, Satus D.
2: I cannot wait to watch all these movies again with my with my child. I I yeah. I would love I would love your help in making a list of things that my kid needs to watch.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Other I mean, than
2: Star Trek. Like I mean, if you don't watch this.
1: Yeah, he'll definitely need well yeah, I mean, I'm going to give you a lot of musicals, but that's okay. You're 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 fine with that probably. I,
0: I take these. I I take this role very seriously, especially as I have two little nephews right now who are not of age just yet. But like, uh, it's definitely. I have already resigned myself to like, okay, I think I'm gonna be the uncle that that teaches them about Star Trek. So like, okay, I got to make my list now. You got to be prepared because one day it will just happen. Yeah. So, I I I take this very
1: seriously. My my nephews are firmly ensconced in Star Wars, so I've already lost. I've lost the fight already. Well, when they're I can
0: adapt. It's fine.
1: Yeah. you
2: know what when they're older they might have a different appreciation for the
1: 12 yep. and 15 i feel like the ship is like leaving space uh, dock. Mm, <laughs> i, I there it's I never the too umbilical,
2: late umbilical uh, release
1: is happening <laughs> <I> <laughs> never know, too late the
2: umbilical release uh, i think i think he's gonna be excited i what i prayed for to the uh, whoever whoever you pray to, The cylindrical um,
1: well gods. So of, when uh,
2: I when I pray to the cylindrical orb, I said, I just want a baby who'll watch movies with me.
1: I feel like that's a go. great thing to want, <laughs> and probably probably pretty and achievable. Pretty what achievable. I want for yeah. my
2: kid is just for him to watch movies with me, and he he's been watching the Star Trek uh, with me before we have to record these podcasts we watch star trek together Ooh, do you guys six, nice.
1: do you He's guys know caitlin corkery who's like an improv person and like uh does yeah yeah mm-hmm. so she's got some new show that's on WHYY that's for kids she called does, as- yeah. abby's elevator yeah there's a there's
0: a couple of improv people on that yeah yeah, yeah. and, um, and um, justin jan improv, is, it's a lot of
1: philly people my friend justin jan is. jan is on it my friend eric Kristen thomas guest spot yeah
2: our eric thomas our eric
1: thomas yeah our eric thomas does a guest spot on it as well yeah, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. Cool. later in the season yeah well you should get arlo into that
2: yeah i should get him into that that'd be great he's how do and i I, think, I guess i just ask her can my kid be on your show
1: oh, I, <laughs> I mean the, i haven't watched it your but you, you're like you're like i'm gonna go <laughs> on the show i love that i love i love the, I love the yeah. re, re, late podcast reveal of carrie as stage mom she's like we're gonna get on <laughs> yeah. that tv show <laughs>
2: <laughs> can, I just, can i just ask her if he could be on the show
1: maybe i don't know i haven't seen any a lot of children on i've only seen one episode so i'm not sure of the structure but you can okay.
2: See. Well, I don't know. I don't know, but maybe he could be on the show. <laughs>
1: okay, maybe. I was suggesting you just watch it, but I like that you've taken that to the next level and I think that's awesome. <laughs> He's such a handsome boy. He is a very handsome boy. <laughs> He's a very handsome boy. Speaking of handsome boys, the yes. I mean, part of this movie that made me the most nervous was Chekhov um falling uh, on that U-boat. I was like, also, yeah. I was like, these guys, oh, I don't like mm. these these officers and how they're talking to aircraft him. I didn't like any of that. Yeah,
0: aircraft carrier, not U-boat. Oh, right. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, sorry, sorry, sorry. My 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 older brother uh, would uh, the military aficionado would 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 take a red pen at that line, especially because U-boats are German. Okay. So. Yes. I. Well, I, no, I, I'm sorry. we were just oh.
2: talking oh. about them and Beddows and broomsticks. And yes stuff. Yes.
1: True. Yeah. And mm-hmm. all movies are, are exactly. essentially tied to Beddows and broomsticks in my brain because of that <laughs> first VHS I used to watch. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I know but but so like that did give me a lot of stress as a child watching him fall and then like you know I was like oh no check yeah. off or buddy, uh,
2: It's like oh no, don't send the Russian, the guy with the Russian accent, in to get nuclear. Weapons. To the nu- yeah,
0: to the nuclear seems aircraft a yeah. yeah. Oh god. Oh, that's still that. That is maybe the funniest joke though in the movie though. Basically, when they're asking where the nuclear vessels are, and it just holds on the on the motorcycle cop who's just like staring at them. It's so funny. Yeah. Oh, so so they're funny. just. Like, where are the nuclear vessels? <laughs> Sa-
2: where, Sausalito? Where was it? Where were they?
0: Sausalito. Uh,
2: Salcedo. They were like, and the one lady on the street was like, "I think it's in Sausalito Yeah, I just said that. Where is Alameda.
0: <laughs> Alameda, Alameda. 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 I, Alameda. I, Alameda. Laser brain, I have it lasered in my brain. Uh, not that moment, but who was responsible? Like, but where is Alameda? Um, where is Alameda? Well, I think <laughs> and it's if just
1: if I rec- oh, <laughs> glory. I'm okay. all being confounded by being in another time. I think it's just a wonderful thing. it's So uh-huh.
0: good if i recall too, is a hundred
2: dollars think... a lot of money for...
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's funny watching that movie as a kid where i'm basically just like yeah that's a lot of money yeah oh yeah, yeah. well then uh, it was there was certainly more it than this well, that's
1: that's true and 86 hundred dollars spent in 86 uh, would have bought you one nintendo entertainment
0: system by the way oh man whoa wow yeah huh.
2: I could drop a hundred dollars at the Walgreens easily, just like on a just on a run. (laughs)
1: Absolutely, depends on how how stuffed up I am, but absolutely, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Or I also can drop a hundred dollars at Target, like it's nobody's business. But I think we all could do that at a certain point, you know. Target really knows how to get you to spend the dollars. A hundred
2: dollars is nothing. It's just five twenties.
0: When you think of it that way. Uh, <laughs> a fun behind-the-scenes story about the the Alameda woman, because uh, from what I understand, the way the scene was supposed to go is no one was supposed to answer them because it was a... You know, they they closed off a tiny little part of the street, so everybody walking through were all extras who were supposed to be silent. And someone, and the the, the this this woman who was not an actress, basically just kind of oh. ignored all the signs and just kind of weaved her way through, you know, because she had to get to work or whatnot. And like she actually answered them like earnestly, basically. I don't um, believe that I um,
2: that don't scene know. was real.
0: Exactly. So she was answering. She was like, "It, it really it was it was it was re-shot, I think because they liked that so much, they had to redo it. But like, yeah, she's not an actress because like what happened was like, who was that person? It's so, like that's perfect perfect we need her go track her down so, so she's she watching the four pa getting, running one, down the street going like where is she rate. where is she where is she yeah exactly yeah
1: <laughs> but the, all the other all the extras were like cursing her out they're like i could have had that i could have had a line been mm-hmm. i've been a special extra for 20 years i've never had i could a have line. been on caitlin corkery's show if she just let my baby <laughs> on
2: <laughs> <laughs> i mean should i just call right right to her Oh my God,
1: Carrie! Sure, why not?
2: <laughs> yeah, never actually. hurts. Never hurts
1: to ask. You know,
2: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> do you need any babies under the under six months? Is that where he, he's under six months?
2: He's yeah. exactly six months, so oh, wow. he's yeah. he's uh right at you
0: know camera ready age.
1: So he he's got his helicopter license and he's ready. Yeah, to mm-hmm.
0: great. That's good timing. I mean, like that's. I mean, it would it would be silly not to you know not to offer. <laughs> I would agree. I also like,
1: this movie also, once again, has undertones of, you know, uh, uh, Sulu's just happy going around talking to all the guys on the ship, being like, talking him up, getting a free helicopter. I was like, this guy knows mm-hmm. if he's comfortable in San Francisco, if you know what I'm saying. That's, that's all mm-hmm. I'm putting out
0: there. Oh, it's, mm-hmm. Abby and, I or mean, I mean, it wasn't. Won- <laughs> I'm, I mean, I'm I'm not making fun. I'm He's, saying this legit. One of the lines that has aged very well is just when they're overlooking the skyline before they land. He says, "San Francisco, I was born there." I'm like, "Yeah, you were. Yeah, you were. That's so great."
2: Yeah, Paul can shop with the other uh, pilot.
1: Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so the guy's like, "This must be old stuff for you." He's like, "Well, kind of." <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah.
1: Uh, but I also enjoy, I mean, I, I truly every part of this movie is like lasered in my brain in a, in, a, in a positive way. I love how she forces her way into the ship by by waiting for him to beam up. And then she just grabs him and then ends up inside. I would yeah. I love, that. Bold, I love move, that. bold move. Bold she move. Yeah. She, move. Yeah. she doesn't understand the technology. Risky move. She could doesn't
2: understand the technology. Could easily have been a two-vix
1: situation had this been. Oh my gosh, you're right.
2: Easily.
1: Now Jack- Kirk. That's the costume to wear to the next con. Is the two <laughs> version of Jill yeah. of Jillian and Kirk? That would be that's incredible. correct. Wow, yeah, I really like that actually. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> no, I love how I love how bold she is, and and yeah, she does. She, you know, Carrie, like you said, she just kind of drops what she's doing. She she literally says, "I've got I have nothing for me here except the whales." um Oh
2: yeah, and she was just so game to go on their little hospital adventure too. She was yes. like so serious about the whales, but she's like. Oh, what? There's a hospital heist? Okay, let's do it
1: real yeah. quick.
0: Yeah, it definitely, had, definitely <laughs> a heist vibes. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> full heist vibes. Because that she never has second thoughts. Like, wait a minute, do I really believe their story? They're <laughs> kind of abducting someone from a hospital. I'm sure it's fine. Yeah, um, this
1: guy, this guy who she she took dinner who, who, who ordered a full extra pizza on top of the
0: pizza. She already <laughs> yeah. ordered. Does he order same. a second pizza? <laughs> he does. Like, a, a, can we can we dissect this? Because she literally <laughs> just said she calls out the pizza they're gonna have, and he's like, make that too. Like two pizzas? Yeah, why?
2: Yeah, I was confused. Personal pan pizzas were very big in the 80s. Everybody really loved personal
1: pan pizzas. No, but this sounded like they were going to get a big old, a big old pizza. It sounded like a, a full know. pie. Yeah, that's what it sounded one of like.
2: My, one of my pet peeves is when people order food or they're sitting by food in movies or shows and they never eat it. And they're, or they like take a yeah. and mm-hmm. Like just leave gotta go Like, no
1: do, you have, so do you have a scene like a waste of, like the, of
2: food
1: Do you have a scene that's the epitome of that for you Because I have one that I can think of That's like the main one I think of
2: Okay what do you think of I can't think of the top of my head I
1: think of Home Alone when he makes that beautiful meal Of macaroni oh and my cheese God. Oh yeah that's just He's got the whole milk and then it he happens so And he just hard. leaves that food I was like oh man that was going to be so delicious Yeah but he's got to go yeah. give some concussions to some bad guys so i get it you yeah. know yeah.
0: at least that was homemade so like it's you know I, but like i i i think the worst ones are i can't think of any right now but like when it's clear like people sitting down like somewhere and they clearly paid for food that they're not oh gonna yeah eat. Oh, it's so sad mm. Mm. food
1: waste is a real problem in this country let me tell you it is and, uh, it actually is, is. Yeah, yeah it really is it's not great <laughs> well we went to my for my work Oh I was at I was on a work um meeting thing trip in Richmond this past week and they had this dinner for us at this um Italian restaurant but I guess it ended up being like family style so we all got food for one thinking was just for one you know for ourselves and then it was like okay well she she, I was like I'll have the the bowl of the soup and she was like it's a big bowl and I was like okay great I just couldn't imagine it would be that big it was a freaking cauldron y'all it was like almost it was really it was all it was like so much soup and I was like there's so much cream in here I'm really doing some damage to some arteries but you know (laughs) you know what can you do Uh,
2: yeah that poor cow
1: I know poor <laughs> yeah. lactose intolerance. No, I'm not. I'm it's, it's mild. It's a mild allergy. Mm-hmm. Um, okay.
0: yeah. <laughs> what else?
2: What else can we say about this movie?
0: This, this movie is really smart in how it gives something for everybody to do. Um, and I really like how cleanly it establishes the jobs where it's just like, okay, Kirk mm-hmm. and Spock, they're going to go track down the whales um you know scotty and mccoy and uh sulu you're going to figure out the logistics of the whale tank um and uh you know uh and also right. Scotty actually and you know yeah. like, like i and and uhura and check you're going to figure out yeah. the lithium crystal situation i like it all makes sense you know it's it, it's really smart and, like they all get like funny stuff to do they all get fun mm-hmm. stuff to do and the, like they're they're kept alive throughout the story it's really like it's very yeah. de- like, like i compare this to you know i know we discussed it at length when it aired but like the second season of Picard which you know mm. definitely references this movie and like it you know it kept people on the ship for like a long period of time and it's like it's more fun to just see them out there it was really good cool. yeah
2: I, I think that's something else that the newer shows are lacking because they have they don't it, expand on some of these characters we don't get to see them enough but I love that they don't have the
1: time they don't have the time yeah, to let the have characters the time be time like, like fools you know or, or yeah. like be like be like we have like we devote 15 minutes to each of these characters being kind of an idiot in like the 80s and I love that <laughs> you know
0: like it's yeah. wonderful you
2: should
0: well, have water that like, that that you know that that's such a good point because chris you 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 you, you you mentioned something basically that i really because i like yeah the, like the fish out of water thing i think yeah. this this movie to me hand, handles it like so perfectly like you know whenever i see a kind of movie like the like this you know like it, it definitely feels you know like i, I this feels like the, the template for it because what i like is that they are completely a fish out of water absolutely 100 but they're not unprofessional they're not like fools right. you know like they don't get in a car and they're just like what is this like how does this work it's just like yeah. no, i know what this is you know like i don't deal with these every day but i know what a car is you know like yeah yeah and, and it's that that's a very very kind of tight uh thing to kind of weave <laughs> i think for some yeah for some writers but I, I i like that because you're not um you're not you know kind of disrespecting the characters by making them feel like they're not capable like they go on alien planets all the time this is an alien right. planet it happens to be earth of the past you know
1: in a lot of ways it's like a it's like a pre-first contact mission you know um yeah yeah no i totally agree with that and um yeah you're right They're they're not idiots but it is they are like They're they're going by the the codes that they know. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Like still using money in this century. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Leonard
2: Leonard Nimoy did a great job directing then.
0: Yes, he did. Yep. Yep. Uh, this is Shatner also like his warmest and funniest, honestly. I think he's Agreed. really great in this movie. Yeah.
1: He's just a uh, boy from Iowa, you know, as he tells her, you know, he's not. Oh, space.
0: he's got such, he's got <laughs> such a twinkle in his eye. I'll tell you, no, I'm from Iowa. I was only born in, in outer space. Uh, no, dude, I, I'm no from I, Iowa. I was born I was in Iowa. Work, I was, in I was born in Iowa. I work in outer space. Um, and I have to appreciate that. So Jillian comes back in time, back to the future with them. And um, I really appreciate that um you know when she stays on the ship like kirk doesn't really put up too much of a fight basically he could kick her out you know he doesn't you know like he kind of like you know makes some moves basically just a little bit he tries to be all you know and then immediately she's like well anyway bye i'm going to another ship and like it's such a it's such a great just like wait i thought we were gonna wait wait what like it's so good i love it yeah
2: (laughs) I, I uh I read a trivia about this. The um the whales are not real in this. They did not get real footage of whales. I was wondering, are they how animatronics? They did
0: that. Oh, I thought some of it was real footage. It's all animatronic. I I, I didn't know that. Oh,
2: I they couldn't get the actual footage of humpback whales. Huh. That's all I know. I don't know how they were made. How are they made? I don't yeah. know. But I I did read that the um, activists thought they were real and got upset because they were endangering them. But
1: yeah, because they, they thought that a, a Leonard Nimoy, you know, a stunt double was doing a, a, a human-sized um, mind meld with a, with a whale. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My God, that's so funny. Yeah. Oh yeah, they're saying uh-huh. that much of, much of the cetacean institute is created by using the real-life Monterey Bay Aquarium. Yes. Mm-hmm. And the holding tank for whales was added via special effects to the aquarium's exterior. Interesting.
0: Mm-hmm. Very cool.
1: Yeah, that's
0: um, I like that. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Well, any any you know we're, we're coming to the end of our time. So any any final thoughts on this movie? Any you know uh, I, I think we've all expressed that basically this is one of our favorites and it makes us feel pretty good. Um, but uh, anything
0: beyond that that we haven't expressed yet? Two final thoughts one yeah. is that i love when the clouds clear up basically and everyone just kind of jumps in the river um i think that's so fun um uh it's not the river it's the ocean what am i talking about it's the ocean uh it's the bay it's um the bay. and even even spock basically reluctantly kind of gets pulled in um so this is the movie that makes it canon that well you know in multiple ways you know because of the beginning but you know also like Definitely Spock can swim. Um, I just feel like it's really charming because it's one of those moments where like it feels like you stop watching the characters interacting and you start watching the actors just kind of like having fun basically making this movie. and yeah. It's really, really enjoyable. Um, second is, um, you know, I wanted to wait till the very end because like this moment, I think, has one of my favorite Spock moments in the entire. I love that exchange between Spock and Sarek at the very end. It's like one of my favorite Star Trek scenes ever. Because this is like paying off uh, at the time, like 30 years of um, backstory, 20 years, 20 years of backstory between the two, because Sarek is on record in the original show as not approving of Starfleet, not approving of Spock, entering Starfleet, being very dismissive of pretty much um, everyone. Um, And Sarek has that great line, you know, where he he says, you know, I'm I'm the most impressed, you know, uh, it's possible that. You know, my assessment, you know, uh, you know, barring your entry in Starfleet was incorrect. He says, your associates are people of good character. And Spock says, yes, they're my friends. And, and Sarah just gives me this look, which is like, I don't quite understand, but I think I know what you mean. I get it. And it's <laughs> so good. They play it both so well. It's so like warm without being warm. It's so perfectly right. Vulcan. Like, I he love has that. He to
2: know theme. he married a human.
0: It's, a it's yeah. true. It's true. Yes.
2: He has to know. Well, my final thought on this movie is that I think this is the movie where uh, fans could say Star Trek might be in the Marvel Universe. <laughs> because, oh, my God. Because the uh, guy on the bus with the boombox also did like a cameo in Spider-Man Homecoming, like a similar oh, character. Oh.
0: No! Okay. So
2: like if you want, maybe that's the same person, meaning I don't know. You could do a little you could do a little fan. Uh, I feel
1: picture, like crossover. we would we would know more of the crossover than because they'd be like, oh, these people who have um like superpowers and no? Yeah. Yeah. I mean
2: it was the same actor who did the same sort of thing.
0: So that actor's name is Kirk Thatcher, who yeah, he, he also does a lot of Muppet stuff. Um, so, uh, I think he's directed the past, like, uh, oh. several, like, Muppet, um, like, so uh. It's movies, it's like, so it's well. in the Muppet universe as well. So it's in the Muppet universe as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I, for one, believe the Muppet right. universe is every universe.
1: That's the one that that's crosses true. all borders to me. Yeah. I mean, true For me, you know. True. Um, just so I can, one day, you know, be Miss Picky. That's what I feel. Yeah.
0: Um. Oh, and, and also <laughs> crossover, because Gates McFadden actually worked with the Muppets as well. She was she in did. Muppets Take Manhattan, and she right. did some of the choreography in Dark Crystal. Yes, she crystal. Did, which is an amazing movie
1: mm-hmm.
0: and if you listen to her podcast i thought it was about, the
2: labyrinth oh, she, i thought she i think she might labyrinth.
0: have done both I, she she might have done both but i know she was very heavily involved in dark crystal i know for sure she was in labyrinth too so i think she did do both
2: yeah um you heard and, it, you uh, heard it yeah. here first you heard it here, you heard, you heard or, it here <laughs> or maybe you, you might have heard uh, it on her podcast last <laughs> you heard it here most recently <laughs>
0: be funny Um, if if, it would be funny if on gates's podcast like next week she basically just like so there's this rumor going around that i worked on both and i just want to let you know that's not the case
1: we're gonna just like i'm gonna have
0: such egg on my face yeah she's like those assholes over at prime subjective i got it
1: wrong Mm -hmm. why gates Mm -hmm. so angry at us in this scenario but i made her angry at my head (laughs) um well yeah i think i think my i don't really have any final thoughts except for I'm pretty sure this was the Star Trek that made me say Star Trek is for me. Like this was the thing that was like, oh, oh, okay. I do like this. Okay. I'm into this. Okay. I want to, I want to explore more of this. And so, so thank you Star Trek for the voyage home for
0: making me a total nerd and, uh, and uh, giving me the
1: gift of Star Trek in my life. You know,
0: this was such a well-timed movie, you know, like, especially because the fact that this is the last original series movie that came out before Next Generation started. This came out eighty mm-hmm. six. Next Gen started eighty seven. In fact, the right. old VHS that I had as a kid actually had a commercial for Star Trek: The Next Generation on it. Wow, um, I love it. Yep, yep. So like this is this is their last hurrah as basically like you know the only people on Star Trek basically the uh, you know uh. Um, uh, Shatner and 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 company basically. So we had um, laser, like we
2: had laser discs. We had laser discs. Ah, oh, laser disc.
1: <laughs> well my friends any any recommendations that, or or anything else you're listening to or really enjoying right now i should sure remind you of this best. before we start the podcast and then
0: maybe yeah. <laughs> i thought about it earlier and i still didn't come up with anything but honestly um,
2: today was the day you asked us how we were we had nothing and now you're asking us if we'd had- have anything that we're looking forward to.
1: Yeah. nothing. It's weird. It's almost like it's almost <laughs> as if I don't ask this every single
0: episode we do I, We have nothing.
2: We have nothing. I
0: I will say I, I watched the Tonys last night. <laughs> um I, we I had a like uh, i I went to a friend's kind of mini Tony party uh, where we had a really good good time. Uh, I was kind of nervous about it because the writers were on the, the 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 writers guild was on strike, yeah. so I'm just like, this is going to be a weird show. And I thought it went really, really well. And I thought Ariana Ariana DeBose was a fantastic host. So that's
1: great. Did you watch the pre tonies the one uh, for Act One, as it were, where they did some other some
0: of the other? Um, no, but no, no. I did spend the entire show basically going like, well, what happened to that? Oh, they did it yeah. before. Oh, right. I see. You know, because like, they gave literally. They gave-
1: they gave John Candor um, a lifetime award, yeah. who wrote um, Chicago and Cabaret and The Visit. So I've done two. Sh- I've done two of his shows on Broadway, and he is an angel on this earth. And his speech was so beautiful. It was like just saying, you know, uh, the, he, uh, that he appreciated his career and he, he wanted to thank three major thanks, you know, to the to his parents for 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 telling him. What did he? Say? I can't. I'm saying it wrong. But something. He. he it's, a, it's a great speech. You should go listen to. Because he's just the sweetest man and he's given us so many wonderful, wonderful pieces of art. And I'm just glad to know him, you know? He did Cabaret and
2: Chicago.
1: Cabaret, Chicago, um, Kiss of the Spider Woman, um, The Rink, Uh, um, Woman of the Year, uh, Flora and the Red Menace. So the Flora and the Red Menace was Liza Minnelli's first Broadway show and also Candor and Neb's first Broadway show. They all
0: sort of entered the scene together.
1: Um, Yeah. So truly um, a great guy.
0: I, I need to look up that speech because I saw the broadcast, which when they brought out the Lifetime Achievements, they brought him out along with Joel Gray, Joel Gray and yeah. then they waved a little bit, and then they got hustled off, off stage so fast. It was, I just felt terrible for them. So I'm and, glad but, they got a chance to actually account for themselves.
1: Yeah, they got to, they got to in end the, in the sort of the, pre, the pre-show one, which was hosted by uh, two other people who just... Every every word they did, they said, and this is another one of my favorites. They just read the, the, which I was like, that works. We don't need all the bullshit, actually. It moves faster if you just say who won, but yeah. Yeah. It did bring back memories. I was—I mean—I don't want to brag, podcast friends, but I was on the Tonys in 2015. <laughs>
2: Yay! Okay. So I do know what it's like
1: to go and do that, and it nice. was—it was, it was a good old time. It's—it's it's a lot of fun until your show loses all its Tonys, and you're like, I Aww. might be out of a job. I don't know. <laughs> mm, I'm sorry. Well, that's okay. It's—it's it's better to be there and not have had the experience, you know. Well, on that note, my friends, I think we should—we uh, should say say goodnight for now. But um, we can we can say that with. Uh, so long, farewell, Alveters ain't goodbye.
2: I, uh, goodbye, <laughs> goodbye.
1: I skimmed. Good-